hitting the record button at the stone. It says that the guys are hounding him to make a second class. Yeah, well, I've only got the one character in Season of Discovery. I've just been kind of taking the back seat a while for a little bit to kind of focus on doing some other stuff. But the guys have been like, oh, yeah, you really need to get a second character, blah, blah, blah. We, we could really use some more flexibility in these raids, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they know that you're really good, Stone. I am really good. <laughs> so make the next step. Make the guild better. Great again. <laughs> Great again. It is the year 2024. We're in the Kobe year. <laughs> right. Man, like, it's funny because I did, like, uh, another raid last night. Like, just the second one. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I see why you have raid night now. Because you can just do all of this at once. Yeah. Instead well, of waiting. And, yeah. Well, and, and Final Fantasy raids are structured a little differently than um, WoW raids are. Because in my experience, whenever I was doing any raiding in, in Final Fantasy, there were a lot of raids that were like single encounters, single boss fights, basically. And it's like, in WoW, there are a couple of those, but the main ones are like super huge, crazy long dungeons with like 12 bosses in them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it just takes a while to get through them. Yeah. Because you know? if you think like, even if you do it right, like each boss fight is like five to ten minutes long. And say you get to, like, you know, a 10-minute boss fight, you're at 9 minutes and 30 seconds, and you wipe. Yeah. And then you get to go all over again. It just takes time, you know? Um, like you said, you just got to dedicate the time, put in the effort, yeah. and get it done. Like I said, I'm just doing it to get some boots, because shout-out to Jordan. He's, like, he hit me with some gear. He's, like, all right, all you need to do is get the better boots. Cool. The boots like, with the fur? Yeah, friendship boots with the fur. Yeah. The whole club was looking at her because seeing how I do have a girl, a female character, a lady character. Hey. <laughs> hey. But no, um, that's it's, it's been fun. <laughs> that reminds me of a, a meme that they shared because when we were doing WoW, one of one of the ladies in our raid group, uh, she got a pair of boots um, for her character in World of Warcraft, and so she then shared this on her little memes channel. Oh gosh, uh, what's it say? She's got she's got kids, so she's like in like the toddler era with like nursery rhymes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, like, so I was like, I got boots. <laughs> you got boots. You kind of get, you just kind of get into it. Like I was grooving here too. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, go on with your bad self, then. Right. But, oh, with that being said, <laughs> welcome to the Eagle Gaming Podcast, episode 215 on your podcast with Perry. Today, I just have Stone. <laughs> a, little, a little quieter episode, because everyone's not here. <laughs> More introspective. You know, <laughs> yeah. Holding down the fort, you know. Yeah, always, always. If you're not familiar, do things here at Eagle Gaming. Look at video game, video game, and how it might be influential to the gaming community. Talk that shit along the way. Occasionally, sometimes walk it back. I don't know. Kind of tired. Don't know why. <laughs> Lost the train of thought. It went over that. Way. Yeah, I guess because I did like a big ad, like I did a raid last night in Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I had no idea. <laughs> what is life anymore? <laughs> <laughs> like, like honestly, because like sometimes I just can't see some of the shit, like the AOEs that the, the damn things put down. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, and. Like that's a that's a big problem in WoW raiding too, especially like in some of the older raids, where there's like 
the color of the like AOE ground effect or whatever is like a very close hue to whatever the ground actually is, like the texture, you know. Mm-hmm. And they don't have those same sorts of accessibility options that they do in like retail versions or later games. Mm-hmm. Luckily, WoW is highly customizable and is very open to like add-ons and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different things you can do there, and there's actually some uh, different add-ons that can change the color of certain things to help with like seeing like things better on the ground, like tracking whether you're in something or not, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, unfortunately, Final Fantasy XIV doesn't really have those options as, as such because uh, they are very against that sort of thing. <laughs> they really are. Yeah. Like, is there any way? Nope. nope. Like, sure ain't. <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta roll with the punches. Mm-hmm. So, are you in a guild that raids, or did you just find like a pickup group? I just found a pickup pick group. I'm not like raiding with anybody because, like, we're uh, we're making a uh, guild for. Uh, we're gonna make an FC for uh, a lot of the Saber Guild so everyone can yeah. play together. But I'm not gonna be leaving the FC because it's like that part because like uh, uh, Jacqueline Deanna uh, says she made an FC and she bought a house for us. I'm like, hmm. there's no point in me leaving. So no, yeah. like, so like, I'm gonna make sure that everybody there is on the same server playing. Can you not just get them all into your FC? Well, they have friends there. Like some of the people already have already been playing for years and years. They already have the, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it's easier. Yeah. So so it's pretty much it's probably easier to like have everyone play there because you can cross center datas now mm-hmm. in fourteen. So it's easier for me to travel there and play with them than it is to just leave. I mean, it's like it's seamless now. So it's like okay, cool. Yeah, that is one thing that kind of sucks about, like, wow, it's, like, everything is still very stuck in, like, the server mindset. Yeah. So, you know, if you get, if you make a character on a server and you end up, like, people stop playing, people leave, they do whatever, you know, and it's like, well, do I pay 15 bucks to transfer my character or do I just stick it out and suck it up, you know, or start fresh somewhere else, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like, there's no point, like I said, because, like I said, Says she left the group that we that we had formed because like nobody was on. I'm like that's true. I'm like nobody. It was just us two. I'm like I think you were about to start playing WoW anyway, so around that time, so it makes sense. And like you said, like I've done 14 stories so much, I don't want to do it again. I think that was your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like I just care less about the story just, after all. It's just oh my god. It's just, <laughs> it just drags on forever. It's like a thousand hours of fucking story that you can't skip. You have to do it. You're required by law to fucking do it. And I'm just like, man, I just, I cannot fucking get the motivation to even care. I just can't do it. I'm just like, man, can I just like level up and go do the raids and do, do the in-game stuff? Because that's what I want to do. You know, and it's like normally like I'm a big like story guy, right? Like I love going through stories and stuff like that. But it's know, just 14 or something. <laughs> I but I know you like the problem is though you like the game because you were the one that got me into it. I did like the game. Like I thought it was good. I thought there I I love the, the class system, you know, the the job system rather. Yeah. You know, I I like that one character can do everything. That's really yeah. really nice. It's a great quality of life improvement, honestly. Um you know, and it's just can't get over. I just want to go do the in game stuff. You know what I mean? Hey, you just, want, you just want to do the in game shit. And yeah. I'm just like, story, cool. And now that I'm at the end game, I'm like, so uh, what do I do now? 
<laughs> exactly like me. I'm like, so I'm all caught up with patchwork and shit. I'm like, so, uh, so what you do is <clears throat> you get a subscription to WoW and you can play Season of Discovery with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're the MMM bros now because it's like I mentioned Stone earlier. I was like, yeah, I'm like, oh, God. It's like, hell, we almost cleared. So you got that tomorrow, right? Yeah, so we got that tomorrow. Um, looking a little sketch because some people, but we, I don't know, people are so fucking bad about doing signups. It is ridiculous. We have like a like a special like sign up sheet posted in our Discord, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, everybody, please sign up to go to the like you say you're going to come to the raid. Because mm-hmm. if you don't sign up, then guess what? I don't know if you're coming to the raid. <laughs> yeah, but we only have. We have three bosses left in Icecrown Citadel, and we are working on progressing through um, the heroics for them, basically. So we're doing hard modes. Uh, we did the other nine encounters in the raid and finished those. We did them all on heroic, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. So we got two more fights that we're going to work on heroic, and then we'll go to do the King. And if we do that, then we'll go do this other raid that dropped as well and work on that. Okay, cool. So sounds like I I didn't realize how big FCs really get. Like it was you think like you just do raid night and call it a day. Mm-hmm. And then like you know like raid you do that and you move on X Y Z this and that. Oh, like no, uh, my fr- uh, Jordan's girlfriend. He she said straight up like yeah I'm in charge of our FCs mountain night. I'm like, wait what? Do mount runs. Yep, that's a big thing at fourteen. Wait, big thing while too, but like, wait, there's a mountain night. Yeah, it's a you go do like the older raid content to go and clear and try to get rare mounts to drop. I was like, okay, yep, fine. <laughs> I'm gonna be busy in this damn game, <laughs> right? And, and that's the thing, right? There's a lot of things you can do sure and like that's that's how it is with this too it's like uh you know i play other games with some of the guys that are in the guild too like um they've got a server running valheim i've been playing with them doing that yeah i've seen you've been playing on valheim liking yeah. it is it better now uh it's better they play with like a ton of mods on it though and honestly i just forgot how much of a pain in the ass valheim is <laughs> really yeah uh, you know the combat you know it's just really hard it's very punishing like at least you can recover from it. It's not the end of the world, but it's still kind of like, fuck, you know. I don't really, really like the game, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, with that being said, let's get into these topics. I wasn't expecting it to be this long of an episode. We have some fun topics to talk about, like Prince of Persia coming out swinging already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, side-scrolling, Metroidvania sort of thing. Um, it, it's apparently the best it's ever been. I'm really excited for people to play it. Um, I love the Prince of Persia franchise. I think it's great. I really loved uh, Sands of Time, Warrior Within. You know, Two Thrones was okay. Is this the last one? Yeah. What's the one like with the different cover? Which one do you mean? There's like, he's like one light and one dark side. Which yeah, that's, that's Two Thrones. That's Two Thrones? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Shut up. I didn't, say, I didn't say those words. You said, okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> my, my phone is being weird. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so apparently it's uh, reviewing well and people have been enjoying it. So Damien got the, got the first points on the board. 
Yeah. I thought the game was going to do good. I didn't think it was going to be that good, though. Yeah, GameSpot gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, GameSpot 9 out of 10. IGN gave it an 8 out of 10. It's got like an 86 on the open critic or Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <clears throat> basically some of the puzzles are, you know, like the, the bad things about it. It's like some of the puzzles are like, you know, require uh, timing and execution as opposed to like actually being like thought provoking or you know, yeah. something that you have to puzzle through. Um, and the story apparently is not as good as it could be, but the combat's fantastic. Um, the characters are great. Um, let's see. Memory shard system is a game changer for Metroidvania genre. Not sure exactly what that is. I don't either. Uh, but lots of options to make exploration and combat flexible. What's the name of it again? So they called it the Met, uh, the memory shard system. Uh, apparently it is generous with, or helpful without being generous. I'm gonna delete the system into Persia. So it's a reusable system that maps a single button press to uh, taking a screenshot of your current location and marking it uh, its location on your map. So that's really cool. Yeah, it is. So it, it's like I guess it's part of like the photo mode thing, which I mean makes it kind of like a useful feature as opposed to just like some camera shot thing. Yeah. But it, it apparently automatically marks it on your map as well. And apparently the map is, is really good too. So it's very important in a Metrovania where you have to backtrack and go It really is. I get yeah. tired of Metrovania because of that. Love Metrovanias, but those are like, huh? Uh, let's see. Nintendo Switch 2 might be coming out this fall according to GameChart, which... It was leaked by Game Shark. Like Game Shark. What? Like Game Shark. Wait, yeah. what? Uh, so apparently, Game Shark is making a return, or at least uh, a company that now owns the brand of Game Shark. Uh, they are making a new tool called AI Shark. Uh, AI Shark is intended to be a AI enhancement software to help players and individuals improve their gameplay over time. So it's not cheat software per se, uh, but apparently it is uh, AI designed to help you get good. So wasn't the game charts like where you put the disc in and then yeah, it was all the cheat codes and shit. You know, yeah, like you put you put your game chart disc in, and it would uh, you could use it to launch games with like cheat codes enabled, basically, like developer mode stuff. You know, like God mode, infinite ammo. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, though. <laughs> I had a game chart. Yeah. I th- I've used it before. I was like, okay. Like, I thought it was illegal or some shit in my head. Why would it be? Like, in my head, like, when I was a kid, though, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, these are the cheats. Like, I don't know if they want us to have it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not intended, you know. <laughs> but that's the fun thing. It's like, you know, mods and cheats and stuff like that are... are I think a great way to interact with the game, like, after you've played it a bunch. You know, it's like, oh, well, now I'm just going to, like, cheat and do crazy shit in this game. You know, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, let's see. Yeah, apparently they said that uh, they're going to release uh, AI Shark. Uh, is planning to coincide with the Nintendo Switch 2 in September 2024, according to their, like, Game Shark's marketing. So, 
Be ready for it not to come out then. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody got fired over that, I'm sure. But. <laughs> like, Nintendo probably called him like, what the fuck are y'all doing? The fuck are you doing? <laughs> Let's see. Smite 2 announced. I know there's a lot of uh, front of people that like playing the Smite game. Yep. Uh, the alpha play test is coming in spring of 2024, so be on the lookout for that. Maybe you can sign up and get some early access or play in the alpha. Mm. Have you played Smite? Uh, no, I don't really care for MOBAs too much. MOBAs, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're fine, I guess, but I just have never played them, really. What's it, what is a MOBA? I can't think of it. Uh, well, it's like League of Legends. And oh, like Dota, Dota, Dota 2. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. I, just hearing the names, like, huh? It's a multiplayer online battle arena. That's what it sounds like. Ah, yeah, I'll just stick to 14. <laughs> you stick to WoW. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Sandland announcement finally. Uh, this is the Kiritama Toriyama short manga that he wrote. Uh, it comes out in April. I can't believe that this game is this manga is actually getting the game though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's Sandland. Uh, it's coming out. It's a video game uh, coming out on April twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. So pretty soon. <clears throat> Should be a demo. Basically, every system uh, except for Switch. Um, being published by Bandai Namco. Uh, but yeah, it's based off of a manga created by Akira Toriyama. Yeah. Which I, is the original creator of Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. And which he is actually making another Dragon Ball series or something like that. I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah, there's supposed to be like, um, what was it called? Uh, Dragon Ball. It, it's the, basically they're kids. Yeah, they're all kids. It's, Again, it's pretty much GT all over again. <laughs> is it like Dragon Ball Die? Like yeah, I think it's Die, Daima. That's Daima. what it was. Daima. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's supposed to be coming out in the fall of this year, apparently. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. I think it'll be funny because it's all—it's the entire cast is kids again. So I think that. Could lead to some interesting moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did download the Grand Blue Fantasy Relink demo. Uh, I only tried the tutorial so far, mm-hmm. and it's very like it's. There's not. I'm from what I can tell, it's gonna be a very button mashing type game. Button mashing. Button mashing, and I guess because I've actually got in and played the story or whatnot, I'm just like, all right, well, how do you play this game? Cool. Next, you know, it's gonna be fine though. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This is the big one. Uh, the the S A G T at uh Sag Afra is that how they call it? Say it. Yeah. Sag Afra releases full statement, full terms of voice agreement, AI voice agreement. Yeah, after, after backlash from members. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yesterday, uh, this is according to uh, Haley Williams on Gamespot. Uh, so on January 9th, SAG AFTRA uh, announced a deal uh, with AI Voice Studio Replica Studios that would allow game developers to use AI generated voices on union projects. Holy shit. Yeah. The uh, announcement was met with obvious outcry. Yeah. Uh, you know, for many high profile actors that uh, claimed they were blindsided by this agreement. Uh, on the 10th, the Union and Replica have both revealed more details about the agreement, including releasing a full text of the contract itself, 
complete with compensation requirements and details around the consent and protections required for AI voices. Hmm. So with that being said, damn. They released an FAQ uh, talking about different facets of the agreement here. Mm, mm, mm. So we could definitely link that in the in the description for the yeah. podcast here. Uh, it seems like a lot. Unfortunately, I haven't really read this in advance, so I can't really form too many opinions on it. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it was a thing. I was like searching the topics like normal. And I was like, oh, this is a thing still? Mm -hmm. So we moved past this. <laughs> Guess not. Yeah. I'll make sure to link that in the description for people that are interested. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is interesting stuff for sure. Uh, something I'll, I'll definitely read through and probably have some more opinions on next week. Yeah, we'll definitely retract with this one. I'm sure we'll keep talking about this one. Uh, just added to like that Fortnite, the the epic games and all that, you know, with Apple. Yeah. <laughs> and Blizzard. Well, I don't know what else we took, talked years about them. Uh, let's see. Xbox Developer Direct coming on January 18th. And apparently will feature Indiana Jones. What other games would you be excited to see from the Developer Direct? I would like to see Hellblade. Yeah. Apparently, I saw an article like where it said Xbox is actually stacked this year. I'm like, I'm not for sure what other games are coming to Xbox this year. All the Night Tilt wherever is that? So, I mean, love to play that game. I mean, I drafted it just because I like it should come out this year. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It just some of these games, I'm like, I'm not for sure what other games are coming straight to Xbox. Uh, well, I'd like to see something about Avowed, for sure. Yeah, Avowed. Uh, supposedly it's coming out this year, uh, but we really haven't seen much on it. Uh, but it's, you know, Obsidian's take on uh, basically like a Skyrim, essentially. And, you know, they did New Vegas, which is arguably the best fallout. Okay, Avowed's on here. Dungeon of Hinterberg. Is on here. Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024. You know, I do want to play that game. Flight Simulator? Yeah. Go for it. Looks fun. Uh, Sanua's Hellblade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Towerborn. And those are the games that are on their list. When is that? When is Nightingale coming out? I'm just curious. Uh, I haven't heard anything about it. It's in early access, right? Uh, it, well, it was in like a closed uh, alpha. I haven't heard anything about a release date. Mm. Is it, but the Indiana Jones, do you think it's going to be first person? You know, it's made by Bethesda. Oh, apparently its planned release date is February 22nd, 2024. And it is currently in early access. Okay. I think that game's going to be good, though. I know that's your type of game. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I would be excited to play that, for sure. It's been on the radar for a while now. Two years, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what other game? Do you think uh, the uh, India Jones is going to be first person, though? Cause no, I'm sure it'll be a third-person action game. You think so? Yeah. I, I think it'll feel a lot like Uncharted. 
You think so? Yeah. It'd be Bethesda's first time doing that, right? Not necessarily. You can play Fallout and Skyrim and stuff in third person too. I don't count those. It just, de- it just defaults to the first, you know? Yeah. I don't count those. It's not the same game. You know it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, it's not. It is. It's not. Supposedly you played in first person. By the way, uh, I saw like where uh, Spider Man is leading the Dice Awards by like nine nominations. Interesting. Why did you not win a single one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Game of, or, uh, not Game of Thrones, but uh, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate is going to sweep all the Baldur's <laughs> or whatever. Oh, yeah. Good game. Can't, can't deny the good game. Um, Caitlin Dever casted as Abby for Last of Us Part Two. show. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what else has she been in. I have no idea. <laughs> Let's see. You know, Google. Yeah. Uh, but just, you know, looking at pictures side by side of her and Abby, though, I mean, it, yeah, she looks pretty spot on for the character, for sure. Yeah. Um. But that tells me straight up that they're going straight into part two. Yeah, well, I mean, the first season, um, was pretty well shot for shot remake of the first game, you know. But yeah, it looks like they're going straight into part two. I talked to someone at the gym yesterday because he said he just did not like Last of Us Part 2 at all. And he said, like, it would have made so much more sense if we got to the end of the game and spoilers for, like, a four-year-old game. And if you're just a TV show watcher, spoiler alert for you. But, like, if you get to that point in the game where uh, Ellie is getting ready to uh, fight Abby or whatnot, that... Like, Abby's already dead on the pole. Yeah. I was like, you know, that would kind of be different. Yeah. Because her sense for revenge would be gone. Yep. But then you can't have a part three. You can't have Abby come back and have revenge or whatever. Why would Abby come back? I don't know. Abby's done. She didn't want to do it in the first place. Because they're weird and it's all about revenge and it sucks. (laughs) I don't think this girl's done anything else. I took the back. All right. So, in 2023, she made No One Will Save You. She made Ticket to Paradise, which is the George Clooney and Julia Roberts movie, which I do want to see. Mm-hmm. Just, she was in Justified. Okay. I don't remember. Uh, she was in Bad Teacher. She was in All Summer's End. Nice. Uh, it looks like, yeah, so it looks like production for The Last of Us is set to start in spring, with a release date is sometime in 2025. So, yeah. It'll be good to see. She was in J. Edgar. Hmm. I have no idea who this Oh, wait. She was in The Spectacular now? Oh, Caitlin Dever. I know who Caitlin Dever is now. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I haven't seen this girl in forever. Good on you for getting the job. You're going to do good. <laughs> I was like, I, I haven't seen any of these movies. Like, huh? Like who? Oh, yeah. I like this actress. I wonder what happened to her. Yeah, she's going to do fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, it just took me to look up like, who is this person? Oh, I don't know these movies. Oh, wait. Yeah. I had a crush on you at one point in time. But you disappeared. Anyways. 
Unity software to cut about 1,800 people, which is 25%. I saw it kind of funny. Yeah, but it's not kind of funny. It's not. <laughs> like, this is crazy. If they're going to cut, uh, all, like, 1,800 jobs from their company. Mm-hmm. In some sort of company reset, corporate speak for, we're losing a bunch of fucking money, so we're getting rid of people because we need more money for us. Well, that's what the thing is, though, though, Stone, is that it's what um, corporate, I mean, you know, probably uh, both both like corporate America, just talking about, you know, reset, reset. So we have to get rid of people to reset? (laughs) Well, yeah, because they're probably trying to, uh, you know, we have this kind of new normal established from the pandemic where it's like, okay, well, people can work from home, you know, and work remotely and, um, Obviously, do their jobs just fine. Everything is is okay. And then you get uh, run into situations where, you know, corporations are losing money because they're renting office space that's literally just empty buildings, you know, because there's nobody there because everybody's working from home or whatever. Mm -hmm. So either they get out of their deals and they go fully remote or they're they're spending a bunch of money on an asset that they can't use, you know. And then if they do get out, then there's developers that are, you know, basically losing their ass because they have this giant building that nobody wants to rent now. Mm-hmm. And they're just stuck with it. And they're like, well, what the fuck do I do with this? You know? Yeah. It, it flipped a lot of, like, stable, basically, money-making um, endeavors on its head and caused a bunch of issues, you know, in a lot of different sectors, essentially. So... I could see, you know, this company, first of all, Unity fucked up by, you know, changing the terms of the agreement with their Unity <laughs> system. And uh, I think they've since uh, rolled back or uh, changed the specifics of that deal now. Because um, their runtime uh, policy that they instituted. Uh, let's see. I guess that they, since they don't have that revenue stream coming in anymore, they're just like, well, fuck it, we're going to fire a bunch of people. Yeah, they're like, you're not going to have that. But the thing is, though, like, <laughs> like when you saw that couple of limbs said, no, nah, we're out, fuck this bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wait, we, what are we doing, you know? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I can't believe that. I'm sorry for everyone that lost their job. Yeah, that's fucking wild. It's a rough hire, man. That they're just going to hire fucking 2,000 people. To say, oh, we're just going to reset the company, reinvigorate ourselves. And, like, well, you're not reinvigorating the 2,000 people that just fucking lost their jobs. Nice. And, all, and also, like, how the fuck do you have, like, 10,000 fucking employees? <laughs> yeah, know? right. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> I mean, seriously, for what you, the system that you make, you don't really need that many people. I'm just talking hairs. I don't know. I mean, you know, I can understand, like, having, like, 1,000 people. Yeah, maybe a couple thousand people or something, but it's like, oh well, twenty five percent of our uh, employee base is eighteen hundred people. Like that's fucking, that's a lot of people. Yeah, you're not wrong. <sighs> I ain't saying that. Let's see, T Pain working on GTA six and no longer work on GTA five. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, so apparently he's been role-playing GTA 5, and he's like, because we work on GTA 6, he can't role-play in that game anymore. I just think it's fucking funny, man. This game's like a year, like, when we do the draft next year, whoever wins, if you don't take GTA 6 first, 
you're crazy. <laughs> and, and, like, this isn't, like, because he wants to. Like, Rockstar specifically requested for him to stop playing on that server. Because he's attached to GTA 6. What, what, wait, what's the difference, though? Oh, here, uh, there's a there's a video clip. All right, play the video <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> funny. I mean, it sucks that he can't, you know, he can't go on his RP server anymore. But it's like, still, like, let's fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, like, shit. <laughs> I read that article last night at last with my friend. Like, yo, so because T Pain's in GTA 6, so he can no longer do GTA 5 shit. He's like, Word? I'm like, Word. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> He's probably just laughing during that video, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like GA6 is going to be crazy. <laughs> it's It's got to be. Like, to go to follow up GTA 5, which is it's literally the most profitable entertainment, like, piece of media ever. <laughs> like, that includes, like, other media, like movies and, like, music and uh, whatever other piece of entertainment property you can think of. GTA 5 beats them all. It's crazy. Like, it has made the most money. Uh, I'm pretty sure PlayStation and Xbox are going to be sold out next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> More than they have been recently, right? I know, right? Let's see. Hunter Hunter is getting a fighting game, though? Hunter Hunter and Impact. I don't like X, the art. X, 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 X. I don't like the art style. Yeah, I could, I could leave that. I, I don't like the art style for the game at all, Mike. But did you like? Did you see what you guys did in Jump Force and what you made going in Killua? But we go back to that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I get what they were going for, but also don't go for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, huh? No. Uh. The other, I didn't add it on here because I thought it'd be quick. The Palo world, the I guess your your Pokemon are fighting with you while you're shooting guns at other Pokemon. I don't know. Pokemon with guns, got it. <laughs> but it's like, uh, it's like it's supposed to be coming out in early access in a couple of days. It's the Palo world game. Have you heard of that one? Mm-hmm. It's like you should look it up. It's fucking silly. It's just like you're like seriously like shooting guns at other monsters with a Pokemon right next to you. I'm like, wait, what? Like, I remember when the trailer dropped, I, I messaged my friends like, this is like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was funny. 
Uh, what's this? Uh, you think High Five Rush coming to the Switch? Did you see that one? I mean, I think it'd be a good game for the Switch. I, I think you could probably handle it. You know, it's got that kind of like uh, cartoonish cell shading thing. I think it would fit perfectly with the other, you know, Switch repertoire. Repertoire. Yeah. I like, you know, number two said that she drafted uh, Kong versus uh, Mario or Mario versus Kong. Like, when did they drop this game? Because I watched every direct. I didn't even see that this game was coming out. Mm-hmm. But it's coming out next month. I'm like, holy shit! It's... What the fuck you miss this game? <laughs> like, huh? Like, did I miss that in the cliff notes or something? Did I miss that in the notes? But no, like, uh, do you think if do you think that might be their? I'm asking just a random question. Do you think it might be their first step step to getting Game Pass on the Switch? Well, I think uh, I think a lot of like Sony's been doing that too, right? Where they kind of port their exclusives to like PC and such, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but Microsoft owns, you know, Windows and Xbox, so they just port like their games just go to both anyway. So it's like if they want to branch out, and they have to get their games on either PlayStation or uh, Switch. And there's a bit of bad blood between you know Microsoft and Sony right now. It's a little bit, a little bit. I think I think they're a little raw. Oh, they call, after call their, of Duty. There's that lawsuit over Call of Duty last year, so they're probably just like, hey, Nintendo, you want this game, right? <laughs> you want to play this game? Sure, let's play it. Uh, let's see. Apple's Vision Pro to launch in February. I forgot that this price of this fucking thing was 3500 And it's projected to sell out, Stone. Yeah. Well, of course, because there are people that have, like, fucking hard-ons for anything Apple product, right? It's just something that's ten times more expensive for something that works just as well as whatever else is in the market, you know? Yeah. And this is, like, literally the case. Like, you can go get a fucking, like, Quest or something for the same, like, for a tenth of the price. Mm-hmm. Let me look at that real quick. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Oculus Quest 3. Yeah, the brand new one is... What, 500 bucks? Yeah, yeah. Brand, new, brand new Oculus Quest 3, 500 bucks. So you can get that, or you can buy the Apple one for four grand. What's the difference? I'm not sure, but it looks like, it's, you know, it, it's hard to find anything, uh, like, substantive on Apple's website because it's all marketing <laughs> bullshit. It always is. That's how their shit works. Um, oh, boy. You're not wrong. But they, it, it has some sort of cord. You can see it in, like, the pictures. It's some sort of, all right, so that's, it's an external battery. It doesn't even have the battery in the headset. So you got to, like, pack the battery around with it. Ugh. Yeah. Luckily, at least it's not, like, tethered to some other device, it looks like. It's all processing its own shit that's built in. So that's something to be thankful for, at least. But I guess you have, you have your headset on, you have, like, a battery pack in your pocket, so, waste of time. I don't think it's a waste of time. It's just fucking hella expensive for what it is. I'll just uh, not grab one. It's $3,500, you know. But, you got, but you're made of money, Perry. I am not made of money. I'm trying That's to what Apple thinks. I'm trying to make a book. I'm trying to sell a book. The handband yeah. does look nice. Though. Huh? So the handband does look nice. It looks like it's got a pair of uh, custom micro LED. L- OLED displays. Uh, 
with more pixels than a 4K TV can show. Stunning clarity. Uh-oh, Stone is actually about to, what's it called, buy the Apple <laughs> Pro now. I ain't buying anything with an Apple on it, bro. <laughs> he's, he's convinced. The year of the stone turned to Apple. So it looks like the external battery supports up to two hours of general use and up to two and a half hours of video playback. It's kind of weird that video playback is easier than their general processing. <laughs> like Stone's tech corner lightly, just like looking at shit. Looking well, I mean, at normally it's like oh, well, general processing is just like okay, easy mode shit, and then like video playback is like the more expensive as for like power consumption, you know? Yeah, and you're like, eh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Apparently, it's got an array of uh, cameras that allow you to see the world around you while you're using the cam- using the headset. So I guess the Cameras give you a feed of what's in front of you while you're using the headset for like augmented reality stuff. So, okay, cool. Apple, thirty-five hundred dollars. Thirty-five hundred dollars. You have it by next February. Don't even. You know what? If it comes up, what what day does it come out again? February what? Okay. If it comes out a couple of days before Valentine's Day. You know what to get your significant other. Available starting February 2nd. Ah, there you go. See? Yeah. Or you can get Oculus Plus 3 and play games on it. Because there's probably no games on this. It's probably just like for like web browsing, word processing, and watching <laughs> movies, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or like you said, you can just... like Or you can buy Quest for 500 bucks. <laughs> Brand new one for five hundred bucks. You can get you can get used ones too for cheaper. <laughs> or, or you could just not be sucking on Apple's fucking dick. Yeah. And get something that'll play even like some games. <laughs> Wild, I know. I mean, I, I mean, I have Apple products. My ain't spending thirty five hundred dollars on that. It's not the move. Uh, people are with Apple stuff. Are crazy. Oh my gosh. Uh, Call of Duty cover, covert feature delayed after backlash. Call of Duty community. Quit being so toxic. Covert exfil feature. Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, well, so like a, a covert exfil would be exfiltration. You know, covert is, you know, yeah. or covert stuff, right? So I guess it would have been uh, like challenges to like stealth like exfiltrate people or like I don't know it seems interesting but apparently people hated it cause, yeah whatever because it's called a it's cod bros cod bros because anything to add any type of depth okay this one I'm gonna put on here because there's another Final Fantasy topic alright so Co- Covert Expo was revealed as a feature that essentially allowed players to Leave a Warzone game early by purchasing one of only a few available exfil opportunities available to players each match. In other words, you could if you pull your money quickly enough, make it to a buy station, you can have a successful game without being the last team standing. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was a get out of jail free card or something. That does sound shitty. So I'm I'm with the color. Yeah. Colors. Call of Duty, friends. Keep doing what you're doing. I just feel like whoever's in charge of Call of Duty right now, they're not listening to their fan base. 
Yeah, they are yeah. right now because of this, but. Well, maybe 16 or maybe a, a Square Enix is starting to listen to their fan base. <laughs> Never. <laughs> uh, according to Yoshida, maybe, says maybe it's time for something new. <laughs> who knew? <laughs> who knew? Who knew? It's time for something new. <laughs> Final Fantasy 16 producer, uh, Naoki uh, Yoshida has said that it might be time for a younger generation to lead the franchise and helm of Final Fantasy 17. For the moment, I'll just say that nothing has been decided yet. That, that said, if I had to say something about that, I've had a chance to work on two of these, Final Fantasy 14 and 16. So maybe it's time for someone new, you know, instead of having the same old guys handle the next one. Well, it's probably because, you know, 16 flopped. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, though, you try to, like, shove in, like, all this nonsense into 16. Like, I have talked to people, like, in the last couple of days, of 14's like, yeah, I got a PlayStation to play uh, for 16 years. Like, it was so worth it. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was a waste of my damn time. Like, you didn't like it? I'm like, no. <laughs> this shit sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't worth my time. Yeah. And uh, there's another article tied into Final Fantasy overall. Nomura actually came out and said that he went ahead and made seven because he feared someone else was going to make it. And he didn't think it would be done right. I'm like, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know? That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but I don't remember Tetsuya Nomura being on, actually working on like Final Fantasy seven, like the very first game. Maybe it's time for someone new instead of having the old guys. But, because uh, they were talking about, like, this might be, Yoshi P was talking about, like, this might be his last expansion with uh, 14, mm-hmm. uh, Don Trail. He's like, well, are you retired? He's like, look, I'm still going to be playing the game every day. And if, if I don't see something's right, I'll be bitching the entire way through. Right. <laughs> then why retire? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it'll just be like, you know, Miyazaki with his retirement. Come out of retirement, make a new game, then go retire again. Come out of retirement, make a new game. The blue, the, the boy in the hair? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's retired like six times. Really? Yeah, Miyazaki. Like, it feels like he has anyway. I'm not sure exactly how many times he's retired. But... Well, I thought this was supposed to be his last movie, you know, so he came out like, I'm making another one. Oh, no, man. Oh, Zion didn't sit right with me. I'll be getting sick. We'll find out. <sighs> okay, okay. What a day. Let's see what else. As he looks up me, uh, Stone looks up Miyazaki movies. Yep. <laughs> you still haven't seen The Boring Heroine, have you? Nope. Aaron. Yeah. Nope. It's a good movie. I just hate how some of his movies just end. Just end. It's like, hey, we're done. <laughs> Essentially, two years later, I was still, we've left the spot. Roll credits. I'm like, that's it? There's nothing more? That's how it rolls. That's how it be, you know? They're like, done. That's it. That's all there was to it. Okay. Did you know? I guess so. Uh, let's see. Dead by Dale is getting Alan Wick DLC. That seems cool. You got still got to finish that game, don't you? There is no finishing. 
It's just asymmetric, you know, multiplayer. That's all it is. What is it? Dead by Daylight? Yeah, Dead by Daylight. You know, it's just playing as a survivor against a murderer and trying to survive. That's all it is. Oh, I hear you say that. But I hear you say that. You got to play more of it, is what I'm saying. Nah. You're like, he's like, I was all for it. And then. Uh, I, I'll play it with people, but it's not really my, my game. Like, I don't really go out of my way to play it. All right. This next one is going to be so fun to talk about. Devs don't want to call call uh to call Suicide Squad Killer Just League a live service. <laughs> but it's a live service. <laughs> it's a live service. It's just a live service game with extra steps. That's all it is. <laughs> Oh my god! And by the way, everyone looked it. No, like it's, I. It's it, got a battle pass and gear scores. They're like, but it's not a live service. It sounds like a fucking live service game. <laughs> it walks like one. It talks like one. It might be a live service game. It walks like a It quacks like one. It's a chicken stone. It's a chicken. <laughs> my bad. My bad. But uh, it still tastes like shit. Apparently, IGN reviewed it, and they did their test, and they didn't like it at all. Like, the, the new version? Like, like, yeah. After they reworked it? Yeah, time? they didn't like it at all. They didn't love anything. Mm. IGN didn't like it. I've seen a lot of tweets from other people. They're like, this is the only way I'm going to play this game if it goes on sale. Well, they're, they've been they've lifted the embargo, right? Like, we yeah. should talk about it now. Yeah, right? like, so, like, for number two to say that she really enjoyed it and loved it. I know she loves those type of games, but... Nah, it ain't looking hot for this game. <laughs> like, I'm glad I didn't play it. Comes out on February second, so we want to keep an eye on for sure. Okay, you can, you know that that that's what it is, Stone. Hmm. You can get your Apple Vision. Oh, that's what, that's what we do. All right, so I get I get my Apple Vision and I play Suicide Squad kills the Justice League on it, or or no, and better yet, I don't because it doesn't support any game software. I watch other people play this game. I waste my time watching them waste their time. Exactly. While I wasted my money to do so. Yeah, cool. We're on the same page now. February second. Look out for it. Look out. February second. We're here for it. That's what we're doing. I'm not playing this I'll game. I'll tell you what, if I get sponsored by any, literally anybody, you want to buy me one? Yeah, man, I'll, I'll do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll get sponsored just to buy one. Yep, that's it. Apple, sponsor us. Give us a, give us a vision. We'll, we'll, we'll use the hell out of it. All right? This is the one time I was like, Apple, thank you. But after that, no. I, I will live my daily life for like at least a month with that thing. How about that? Wonder if you can play WoW on it. Probably not. <laughs> you can play WoW through it. It's got AR. It's got cameras looking at the monitors. So. There you go. Right. No, that'd be too much. Nah. nah. If, if they buy it for me, I'll do it. No <laughs> shit. Yeah, but the more I look at this game, it doesn't look good at all. Like, the models don't look good. I don't know. I'm not... I don't think this game's going to be any good. There's no, like, differential between anybody. And they just wanted it to be, like, a shooter. Yep. It looks like a looter shooter. And I'm like, it, but it's Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Why is it a looter shooter? 
Like, why why does everybody in the Suicide Squad have a gun? Yeah. You know, why does why does King I mean King Jarek having a minigun or a bazooka is kind of cool, alright, whatever. But like, why does Harley have like a an MP5 or whatever the fuck? Why 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 are we doing this? Like, I get Deadshot having guns. Deadshot should have guns. He's the gun guy. <laughs> He's the gun guy. Har- Harleen Quinzel is the baseball bat bitch. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the baseball bitch. I love it. I love Yo, it. Captain Boomerang is the... Boomerang guy. <sighs> <That's crazy. laughs> I don't know. Uh... There was apparently Rock said he also I didn't put it up the topic on here that they said they never worked on a uh what's the name of the game? Never worked on a Superman game. Maybe you should. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh this game comes out in a month. I don't think it's gonna do well at all. It just doesn't look good at all. In, in my honest opinion. And I'm not here to like bash game or anything. It just doesn't look good. Um uh, Let's see. I could be proven wrong. There's a month left. And the player base, playing base, might. As long as it supports. Cool. Um, okay. This is for you, Stone. A wow theory saying that the next player, uh, next boss, Big Bad, is also in Season of Discovery. Yeah, I've heard some people talking about that. Um, so the the Big Bad for the War Within is uh, Zalata or whatever. Or Zalatoth. Whatever the fuck. Some sort of elven bitch or whatever. But they, they think that there's like this like ghostly person that you get some void touch gear from or whatever. Um in season of discovery that you, you know. People are speculating that the, the shadowy person is her, mm-hmm. basically. Uh which I don't I'm not a huge like opponent of. I don't think that would be a bad thing. I think it would be kind of neat to tie in the season of discovery with this stuff or whatever. You know, it'd be kind of cool to, to tie the story in. Because uh, WoW has been doing more of, like, story-focused stuff in recent years. Like, the the story has been, as always, kind of taken a backseat to the rest of the expansions and such, but I think that starting, especially with Cataclysm, I think the story has been more of a forefront, you know? Yeah. Okay. I was that put that on here for you. Just what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it could be it'd be interesting. Well, is there any more like updates coming to season of discovery? Or? Yeah, for sure. Um, so season of discovery is currently in uh, what's called phase one. Uh, so phase one is capped at level twenty five, uh, and the there's a raid that they put in. They turn one of the old dungeons into a raid instance, basically at level twenty five. Um, Phase two actually launches on February eighth, so that'll that's exciting. Comes out soon, um, and whenever phase two launches, they raise the level cap to forty from twenty five, and they turn another instance of a dungeon into a raid. And we know that one is going to be Normagon, which is a very popular dungeon, um, where it's the old city of the gnomes, basically. Uh, it's been inhabited by people who have. Uh, gone crazy essentially mm-hmm. um, so I'm gonna go in there and kick some butt get some iconic gear discover new things get new runes 
<laughs> the MMO and this is coming out finally. <laughs> it's like, but it's really funny because uh, so in in the vanilla version of the game, right? Um, there's a lot of different classes and such that have different levels of viability, but the one of them is feral druid, right? Feral druid is uh, <laughs> they're a DPS druid that uses a cat form basically to attack. And deal damage, right? Yeah. Um, they have different utilities and stuff that uh, people like. But the problem with cats in uh, the vanilla version of the game is that they don't scale with gear. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. Because uh, whenever you're in form, you don't get any bonuses from your weapons. You just have the stats that come from them, right? So if your weapon deals more damage, cat form doesn't care because it just does a basic amount of damage, right? Mm-hmm. So it it you basically you can't get any gear that's going to scale. You can only just get more stats, you know. Um, and because of that, uh, there is a weapon that is in the old version of Nomergon. So it's a, it's a level like thirty weapon, right? And mm-hmm. at level sixty druids were using this level thirty weapon because it was just literally the best option because everything else sucks, you know. Yeah. Um. And what it, what it is, it's called the uh, the manual crowd pummeler, and it has a use effect on it with charges. Okay, so it has three charges, and you can use it to increase your uh, attack speed by fifty percent for thirty seconds or whatever. And after three charges, it's out. It's out of charges. Go go get another one. So feral druids back in the day had to go farm this little thirty dungeon. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, so they could have like ten of these things to go do an actual fucking thing. I don't want to do this, though. Yeah, it's garbage, ain't it? Yeah. So we've already seen screenshots of some Thetabine stuff um, because they they're taking that Nomergon, that old dungeon out, and they're putting a new raid dungeon in its place, right? One of the pieces that's in there is called the automatic. As opposed to the manual and it it's like it looks like the same weapon but instead of having the charges it just has like a, a fuse effect with like a five minute cooldown or whatever yeah I'd <laughs> rather do that honestly yeah yeah and I'm just like yes <laughs> like I'd rather do I'd rather do that than just uh. well they've already done some crazy shit in this game like in the in the in Black Mountain Depths the current raid in phase one there is a weapon in there specifically for feral druids that gives you feral attack power. No other weapon in the game does that. Mm-hmm. They, did, they didn't start doing that until later expansions. That's not a thing that exists in vanilla WoW. Mm. So they're already like making massive changes. Like that, for instance. Yeah, yeah. It's cool, though. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that they're making massive changes and that you're still playing the game. Yeah. Going on year two. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I've been playing Wrath of the Lich King since... Um, it dropped. Yeah, which I guess was like autumn, like fall of... 2022? 2021, I think. 2022? Yeah, 2022. 2022. I had moved in. Yeah, 2022 at that point. So it was... Cataclysm coming out in the summer. You know, and I'm probably going to play that. 
MMO boys. <laughs> Maybe this episode. We out here. Yeah, because Don Charles, they showed off everything. They showed off the expansion, like the trailer. Now suddenly they show us a bunch of other shit that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's just like, oh, yeah, here's Solution 9. And, like, it's not, like, we went for this pirate theme thing that we're thinking that we're going to get into, you know, which is up my alley. Nope. We're doing, like, some cyberpunk bullshit. I'm like, okay, cool. Um I'm like, that's not what I was expecting. And then also, a uh, new class, new job class is being announced, the Pictomancer, which is cool. Uh, Carl, it's her class. Okay. I'm like, oh, finally, Carl gets a class. <laughs> okay. I, was like, like, I was like, I love playing dancers. Like, you're soon going to be a Pictomancer, though, aren't you? I'm like, right. yeah, how do you know? Because <laughs> you play dancer. I'm like, yeah, I love dancer. Right. Anyway... Let's get the fuck out of here, son. You watch anything good this week? Show, show, oh, let's show worker many games. Recommended games, man. Season of Discovery. <laughs> Season of Discovery. Go play WoW. And mine is going to say, go check out the Grand Blue Fantasy Relink demo. Because it's actually kind of cool. And everyone's been hyped about that game. There's a lot of expectations for that game. And what have you been watching? Show, uh, the, well, show of the week. Well, we've got new seasons of new season of animes out right now, so we're watching some new stuff. Um, there is the wrong way to use healing magic has been pretty good. I've been enjoying that so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Kind of generic easy guy shtick. Um, guy gets teleported to another world on accident, apparently, <laughs> uh, while they were trying to summon two heroes that he was next to. Oh, God. Uh, and it turns out he has healing magic, which is like a rare attribute. And he's using that to train his body, basically, by just, you know, working out until he goes to muscle failure and then healing his muscles and growing stronger. Very nice. Yeah, so that's kind of the, the the idea of the show. I've been watching Percy Jackson. Is that good? No. <laughs> okay. Cool. I wasn't sure if I should waste my time on it. <laughs> you could watch it. Did you read the books? No. So, there was a discussion in our group chat. They said, like, who do you think would win? Percy Jackson or Aang from Avatar? I'm like, what? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, he's like, well, he's like, wouldn't even close. Aang will win. And I said, like, well, Percy can do blood uh, bending. I'm like, fucking Aang, right? Actually, Aang's never been shown to be able to do blood bending. It's a fucking Avatar, I'm just saying. He probably could if he wanted to, but he never did it. Uh, well, and, and honestly, in Aang's day, um, bloodbending was a rare ability that only a few people had, and not many people wanted to learn it. It's but, not really one that you wanted to be able to But, do. like, the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, this man has access to all the fucking elements of the world. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like, and the more I thought about it, I'm like, wait. Aang can literally cut off people's fucking power, so this is not even close. Yeah. They're like, yeah, but he's the son of Poseidon. I'm like, 
You still cut it off spiritually. Yep. Uh, well, it, it depends on the, the mechanics of how Percy's powers work, but yeah, basically. He's a demigod, so. Yeah. He's getting schooled. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, uh, uh, so how Aang's powers work to remove other people's abilities to bend is that he would literally remove that part of them from their spirit, basically. So yeah. He would, like, change and shape their soul to not be able to reach out to these elements and touch them. Um, so even if you're born, even if you're born with them, like, well, that alone is, I'm sorry. I started watching this other show. I'm not going to put Percy Jackson. You should go check it out. But Echo. Oh, Echo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I heard about that and I looked for it and I couldn't find it. I was like. It's on Disney Plus? Yeah. It just came out like a couple days ago. There you go. There you go. I think that's all stone. Man, I want to go take a nap or something. I'm supposed to be doing some sprints with some riding friends as my, yeah, my riding friends got stolen from me. Yeah. Thief. Anyways, it was nice talking to y'all. I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll see you again next week. Peace.